Welcome to the Brave Parenting Podcast, an examination of the Bible and how parents can apply God's Word to raising kids in a culture saturated with media and technology. We look at everyday issues from a biblical worldview so that you can trust the sufficiency of Scripture and apply its truth to your life as you raise and disciple your kids. Hey, hey, brave parents, it's Wednesday. That means recent headlines from a biblical worldview. I am your host, Kelly Newcomb. And I am Chelsea Hazel. So, Kelly, I, uh, I love these episodes because it's a little bit more informal than our other episodes and we get to be a tad more conversational. But um, before we get into these headlines, I just have a question for you. Are you eating oranges in the shower? Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? You need like like the cricket sound bite, you know, like <laughs> so, eating oranges in the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all the rage. It is all the rage on TikTok. Apparently, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat an orange in the shower, it uh, it tastes better because the heat of the shower intensifies the taste and smell of the orange. Mm. Um, it's currently being promoted as a stress reliever on TikTok because apparently the smell, you know, is enhanced and citrus is linked to stress relief. But anyways, one TikToker called it a well-rounded experience. So I don't, I don't really know what that means. I guess maybe he like he ate an orange and it wasn't messy and maybe that's what made him happy about it. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Well, I've not tried this. I don't even know how people come up with this, like where it gets you the idea. But um, I did buy some cuties last night. Does that count? Maybe I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll actually try that. But I if wish- you as a parent are finding <laughs> peels, orange peels, cutie peels <laughs> in your bathroom trash, you now know why. I, think I wish we had that on video. My face, like, what? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> well, Chelsea, I'm so glad that you brought up TikTok because we have all TikTok headlines today. Almost all say the same thing, but here's a handful of them. USA Today says TikTok announces 60-minute daily screen time limit for users under 18. NPR.org says TikTok to limit the time teens can be on the app. Will safeguards help protect them? British Vogue says, Will TikTok's new screen time limit actually change anything? Reason.com says, TikTok admits it's as clueless on teens as the rest of us. (laughs) Funny headline. And the New York Post says, TikTok restricts screen time for teens. Hour limit after White House ban. Hmm. So I think we should start out by reading the introduction of the British Vogue article because mm, yeah. it's pretty insightful. Yeah. So it starts out like this. The other day, I spent so long on TikTok that I'm embarrassed to write it down. In that time, I came across unhinged conspiracies about the death of Nicola Bully, drama breakdowns about Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber, and for some reason, about 1,000 clips of sick, flea-ridden dogs being saved from the side of the road. Afterwards, I felt deflated and a little anxious. The sky outside was darkening. The world had spun without my noticing, and a whole day had passed without my inhaling any fresh air. How is this possible? I thought, my eyes dry and hard in their sockets. So, Kel, personally, I'm not on TikTok. You know that. Um, I have never experienced what the writer of this article just described, but it does not seem pleasant. And quite frankly, that all sounds like torture to me. I mean, like dry eyes are just like, they are part of a fallen world. But this gives us a glimpse as parents into how 
TikTok can kind of just like suck you in and then leave you feeling anxious, regretful, and to quote her, deflated. I mean, is this how teens feel like on a daily? This is that's quite awful. I agree. And I don't think that we hear those kind of like really authentic testimonies nearly enough. But then when you have obviously a writer for British Vogue, I mean, this is an adult. Oh, this, yeah, that's you know, true when you is, think about it. Yeah. yeah she's not know, a teenager. This is not even a teenager. But I believe that that absolutely is most likely translatable to a teenage life when they do have that time when they get sucked in and they spend so many hours. I mean, I just can't imagine not even breathing any fresh air. <laughs> I mean, clearly she's breathing, but not, not going outside. Right, right. So if that's how they feel, then we understand why TikTok is now doing something about this. They announced new screen time limit for users under 18. Last Wednesday, the social media platform announced, quote, changes to help teens manage their time on TikTok. And here's what they're going to do. Every account belonging to a TikTok user under the age of 18 will soon automatically, automatically be set to a 60-minute daily screen time limit. Dude, cue the crowd cheering. I know. We need some sound effects. This is like the second time in the podcast. I needed crickets just a minute ago, and now I need cheering crowd. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So this sounds like great news. And one of the articles states that TikTok's head of trust and safety, Cormac Keenan, says, quote, we believe digital experiences should bring joy and play a positive role in how people express themselves, discover ideas and connect. He says, we're improving our screen time tool with more custom options, introducing new default settings for teen accounts and expanding family pairing with more parental controls. So, okay, even though we don't love a lot of things about TikTok, one thing we have noted before is that they are the only social media platform with parental controls. And that's kind of huge and ironic because it's TikTok. But I mean, real quick, let's review for our listeners what TikTok already has regarding limits and parental controls. So you can pair your child's account to your account and set up a password protected limits for screen time and account safety. This is a no-brainer. Hands down, if your child has TikTok or if they want TikTok and you're ready to give it to them, this is a must. It's free. It's easy. Just do it. And after family pairing, you can set screen time limits. But here is here, it's still parent password protective. You can also enable restricted mode, which filters out inappropriate content. And frankly, if you're a Christian on TikTok, you should be using un- or you should be using restricted mode so that your eyes are not fixed upon unholy content. But nonetheless, this is an absolute must, 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 must for any adolescent on the platform. I think that's pretty, pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. And let me just highlight the point that TikTok does state on their website, which I spent quite a bit of time on the website doing some research about the safety limits and parental controls. They do state that the app is designed for users 13 and over. Now, we've talked about this before. 13 is not a magical age of maturity, but it is instead in the U.S. It is the age that our government allows companies like TikTok, like Instagram, all of that to collect data on people. 13 is that age. So it's not a maturity age. But nonetheless, they're saying, hey, this is designed for 13 and over. However. TikTok, whether they altruistically care about adolescence or maybe they just don't want to be banned from American phones. You know, I'm not sure what their motivation is, but they do recognize that the younger you are, 
the more limits and boundaries are needed. So Chelsea, walk us through what they already have in effect for adolescents under the age of 18. So for private accounts, ages 13 to 15, your account is set to private by default. For ages 16 to 17, you have the option to choose a private account during signup. If you don't choose a private account, your account is set to public by default. For suggesting your account to others for ages 13 to 17, those controls are set to off. I love that. I do too. I think that's really fantastic. Because yeah. that's how you gain all of these followers. So you're not, that means any child, it's all, they're all going to be defaulted to off. If you're under the age of 18, your account is not going to be suggested like, hey, you should follow this person. That's a great feature. For video downloads, ages 13 to 15, this control is set to off and it can't be changed. Again, I love that. Um, ages 16 to 17, this control is set to off, but you can turn it on if you'd like to allow your videos to be downloaded by other people on TikTok. For direct messages, ages 13 to 15, it's just not available. Love it. I know, again, another awesome feature. I wish Instagram would pick this up too and other places. Ages 16 to 17, this control is set to no one by default, but you can change the setting to friends in your privacy settings. So Kelly, that means that it can't be like the world. It's only fr friends, yeah, right? Yeah, even to ages 16 to 17, is yeah. you're not communicating with the whole globe on TikTok. It, it's, the most you can do would be your friends. So for who can duet with your videos and who can stitch with your videos, if you're in the age range of 13 to 15, no one can duet with your videos and this can't be changed and no one can stitch your videos. And again, it cannot be changed. These are just like special features that you do for TikTok, yeah. yeah. Yeah, inside of TikTok. Yeah. They're they're big deals, but again, if other people can do that with your videos, you just never know what's going to happen because if you're a 13-year-old on there and then some like, you know, creepy 50-year-old man is using your videos to it just right. is a bad idea. Yeah. So it's great that it's set to private. It just can't it cannot be changed. For ages 16 to 17, this control is set to friends. Again, not the globe, only friends. Um this means that the people you follow on TikTok or who follow you back can stitch your videos and you can change who can stitch with your videos. Okay, now for comments on videos, if you're in the age range of 13 to 15, this control is set to friends. So that means the people you follow on TikTok and who follow you back can comment on your videos. When you post a video, you can turn off allow comments to stop other people from commenting on your videos. And then from ages 16 to 17, this control is set to everyone. And that means that anyone on TikTok can comment, but you can always turn off allow comments. So overall, those are all pretty good parental controls. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And you know, the, comment, the comments is where so much drama can happen. So if you, if you already have a child on TikTok, one of the things that you can maybe require if you have any sort of engagement in what they're posting is to not allow comments at all. Yeah. I mean, be, yeah. they may really want it because that's how they're going to feel validated, but they don't, let's be real. They may want that validation, but children don't need to be validated by the world on this app because they're not only just sometimes validated, they're also sometimes um, demonized and, you know, criticized. And I mean, they're, they're brought down and tore apart by criticism and hate. So it's a dangerous place, those comments. So I'm really glad that they... They limit it somewhat, but as a parent, I think you can do it a little bit more. But overall, I mean, here's the deal. The app competitors, I guess, if you want to call them that, like Instagram, Snapchat, they don't have built-in safety measures for teens. They have these things that you can turn on, but they can easily just be turned off. There's no default 
setting for ages 13 to 15 on Snap, on Instagram, none of that. So again, as much as we at Brave Parenting think and know that TikTok can lead young people down terrible and dangerous rabbit holes, at least the company is doing something to aid the situation. I mean, I know it's not going to change the world, but I think we should be really grateful that there is something happening. There is a movement happening. Now, regarding this one hour limit for under 18, the news article states that at that one hour mark, the teen is going to be served a prompt to stop using the app unless they don't want to. And then they can enter a password and keep on watching. Hmm. Well, I know what I would have done if I knew that password. When that one hour mark popped up, I would have totally entered it and just kept scrolling. I mean, what teen isn't going to do that if they know the password? Yeah. So don't let them know the password. Exactly. <laughs> but, but here's the crux of what we want to talk about. All TikTok users can now set up screen time limits for themselves, and they can be password protective. Brave parents, gather around. Let's, let's huddle up close here. If you have TikTok and you use it more than you think you should, you should not know your password. Give it to your spouse to create or even your child. But someone else needs to know the password for the screen time control to even be effective. Because as we have talked about before, we have to guard our hearts. Proverbs 4.23 says that. Because everything that we do flows from it. For some people, they may feel like it's too late to guard their heart against TikTok because they've embedded the entertainment habit into their daily routine. And at this point, a change in that habit is the only thing that can change the heart's desire for that entertainment. Yeah. Let's just let's just be humble and hu- and mm-hmm. and kind of honest about where we stand with it ourselves and let's start walking it out like in yeah. maturity, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, like all bad habits we find ourselves in, not just scrolling TikTok. I mean, we all have our vices. We all have bad habits. Even if we have the conscious desire to break it, sometimes we just can't. We cannot do it. And in Romans 7, Paul expresses this so clearly. He says in verse 15, for I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing that I hate. How many of us have said that about our bad habits? And how many of our kids feel this way, but maybe don't have the processing and emotional skills to express it? You know, Paul continues in Romans 7 and says, For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, I'm not saying that TikTok is evil for everyone all the time, right? The app itself is not, but it's the user content. It's the human sinful (laughs) users who are putting content out there that influences the heart. We talked about this just in the past couple episodes. And as we talked about in episode 88, the power of the algorithm, you know, that plays a part too. We say it all the time. These platforms are not neutral to our hearts. They definitely aim to influence. But the key is that if you, as someone who has TikTok, or if your child has TikTok, and you recognize, you recognize that there is an unhealthy use of the app, or that there is unhealthy fruit stemming from the life of someone who is constantly using the app, whether that be um, in the amount of time that's being spent on there, or whether it be regarding the content that is being viewed, if your conscience tells you, 
it is a problem, if your conscience is telling you that you should stop, then it becomes sinful to ignore your conscience and obey your flesh. Uh, absolutely. This is Romans 14. Paul is talking about not causing other brothers or sisters in Christ to stumble by exercising the freedom and liberty that you have in Christ. So here in Romans 14, he's referring to the eating of certain foods, and that was the context in the first century Christian world. And he states, I am convinced, being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus, that nothing is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person, it is unclean. So essentially, if you know that TikTok is not what you should be doing, the Holy Spirit is telling you it's unclean. Because as John MacArthur's commentary on Romans says, a habit or practice that may not be sinful in itself can easily become sinful by gaining control over and injuring the person who engages in it. Mm. Now, if that doesn't speak to the truth about TikTok, then I don't know what else would, right? Yeah. And in verse 23 of Romans 14, Paul says, but if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning if you go ahead and do it, for you're not following your convictions. If you do anything that you believe is not right, you're sinning. Now, let's be honest. This is all of us. This is all of our bad habits, not just on TikTok, not just on social media, but this is a critical text for us to understand regarding our habits and our hearts. I mean, John MacArthur goes on to say that the careless and selfish exercise of a God-given freedom often results in a loss of freedom and are being mastered by the thing that we are freely using. So instead of serving and honoring the one who gives it, freedom that is carelessly used can undermine the work of God, dishonor his name, and wreak havoc among his people. That is so spot on, Kelly. Yeah. Like, I mean, 100% spot on. Yeah, that, that being mastered by the thing we are freely using. Are we free to use TikTok? Is it sinful in itself? I mean, no, right? We can freely use it. That, I mean, we can. But if we are being mastered by it, if we are carelessly and selfishly exercising this freedom that we have to use it, and it's overtaking us, it's changing our heart, it's changing our habits in unhealthy ways, right? We're being mastered by it. And it's destroying us. What does he say? Um, I think you said, yeah, wreaks havoc. Wreaks havoc <laughs> among his people. I think that that's absolutely what's happening. And, and that reminds me, you know, jumping back to Romans 7, when Paul, you know, kind of gut-wrenchingly says, I mean, most people may not know the reference of Romans 7, but they've probably heard this being said, you know, for in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law working me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner to the law of sin at work in me. And he says, what a wretched man am I? Mm-hmm. You know, who's going to save me? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> praise the Lord through Jesus Christ, you know, mm-hmm. that, and that's what he said. He's like, this is Paul. This is like the apostle Paul who, you know, just had such a heart for Jesus. And sharing the gospel. And he's like, hey, I can't break these bad habits. The things that I don't want to do, I keep on doing. So the whole point of this to say is this is why we need help changing our habits. All of us, I mean, especially us as adults, but definitely our kids. So if we are doing that very thing we don't want to be doing, then we must, in faith, take the steps necessary to change those habits. And this can mean TikTok time limits that are password protected by someone other than you. Like these, it's tangible. It's things that we can actually do to walk out repentance and belief. You know, sometimes willpower and desire, it's just not enough on its own. You need external motivations for behavior modification. So do teenagers. Again, 
The undeveloped brain cannot identify and process through all of these internal struggles as easily as adults can. But if adults are feeling this way, you better believe that teens are feeling it as well. Now, as parents, it is our responsibility to step in and do for them what they cannot and will not do for themselves. That's why God has entrusted them to our care. And this means putting restrictions and limits on TikTok. There's no other way around it, really. Yeah, I think I've mentioned this before about several of my high school girls that I mentor in small group at church. They've asked for prayer, you know, to either delete TikTok and keep it deleted or to spend less time on it. You know, at the time we were in a series on spiritual disciplines, and most of these girls recognized that social media was a big contributing factor to the neglect of their spiritual disciplines. And of course, spiritual disciplines are things like reading God's word every day, prayer, service. And so if, if, the teenagers, if some teenagers can express this, and we are really truly trying to disciple and raise our kids up in the knowledge of God, then this is an absolute must. We need to be doing this. It tells me, you know, just generally speaking, almost every teenager is going to benefit from restricted and limited TikTok accounts. Mm-hmm. And this is why we can kind of applaud TikTok for making these changes, at least recognizing that change needs to happen. Mm-hmm. So I just also want to me- me- mention to our listeners how TikTok is also providing a screen time dashboard so that users can see how much time they've spent on the app. So yeah, this is good. This Yeah, if you, if you want to find your screen time summary on TikTok, you go into your app, you hit profile, and then menu, and then settings and privacy, and then you go to screen time. And you'll find a dashboard that displays your weekly screen time. So from there, you can view your cumulative time spent on TikTok per day for the current week. And this data includes usage across all devices. So it's kind of like, you know, how on Sunday morning you get your screen time reports from Apple. Um, Now you can get weekly screen time updates and push notifications from TikTok as well. And this is great because it forces you to look at and recognize and reflect on just how much time in your week is spent on like passive entertainment. You can also manage your weekly screen time updates by again going to profile menu, settings and privacy, and then screen time. And then you can turn the weekly screen time updates um, you can turn that setting either on or off, and you can even choose to opt out of the push notifications and only receive inbox notifications, which I that personally, I think that's what I would do because push notifications encourage me to actually open up the app. You know what I mean? And then it would- I think I would say the opposite. I think that's a good really? push. I think that's a good push notification to get. Oh, okay. I like my Sunday morning screen time review Yeah. because it reminds me to look at it. Otherwise, I might not go to the inbox and look at what my screen time is. Oh, I guess because I'm in that season where like I'm constantly checking my kids' grades from their online classes. So I'm always in my email. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) however, however it is that you decide. (laughs) These are great steps, nonetheless, towards changing our habits, which help us guard our hearts. You know, while most of these articles that I sort of summarized here, they were all really pessimistic that these default time limits would actually make a difference in teens' lives. But we at Brave Parenting are not. because. These default time limits are setting us up as parents for great conversation points and great, you know, ends to talk about why limits are needed. We can easily ask our teen, hey, did you hear that TikTok, you know, is going to set time, an hour time limit for under 18? And surely they probably have heard, right? And then ask them, why do you think they did that? Do you think that's going to be beneficial? Do you, you know, do you think across the globe that this is a problem for a lot of teenagers? 
just slide in the fact that, you know what? I think this is an important step that TikTok is making. And I'm just going to go ahead and password protect that feature so that you can't overwrite it. <laughs> you know, are they going to love it? Are they going to love it from the beginning? Probably not. If they spend more than an hour on there, they're not going to love it. But guess what? We aren't parenting to make our kids happy. This is not our, that's not our job. Their happiness is not our job. Our job is to protect them, to keep them from developing habits that are going to overtake them and, and wreak havoc and master them, right? Our job is to do the hard work, to take the hits because they are children and they're not going to do this for themselves, right? Their brains are not fully developed. And frankly, Kelly, I want to just embolden parents right here, right now to just be brave and set the time limit to 30 minutes if they feel like in their conscience, that's more appropriate. You know, if your kid's got a ton of homework, set it to 20 minutes, like mm-hmm. <laughs> set it to 10 minutes. But remember what Paul says in Romans, if we feel in our conscience that something is unholy, unclean, or unbeneficial, I think that's the key word right there, unbeneficial. So much of social media is just sugar and it's not like meat and vegetables, right? It's not the good stuff. Our worst, it is like the worst detriment to our souls. And we have to abstain from that thing. And sometimes that's social media. So don't don't squelch the spirit, parents. Don't squelch it out of fear if your child of your child's anger for not allowing TikTok at all or for limiting it. If the Holy Spirit is leading you to believe that TikTok is not okay, follow that. Don't cave. Don't give in to the peer pressure from other parents and say that everyone has to have it or they won't have friends if they don't have it. And don't cave to the peer pressure of your kids saying that they're not going to be cool if they don't have it. Like, We have to stand before God one day and he's going to say something about our actions. And that's a whole lot more important than what other people say. And as I've said before, you know, I've limited it um, really until age 18 almost. I don't think I've allowed TikTok under the age of 18 at all for any of my kids. And they're just fine. (laughs) Yeah. They're also alive. They're doing okay. They're doing okay. (laughs) I mean, it's really not the end of the world. It feels like the end of the world. Like I know it. Like I, I get it. I'm still all right there with you. So I totally get it. It is not easy. But um, again, for those parents who are really in the, the thick of it, and we hear your messages, we get them on a weekly basis. How do I walk this back? I allowed it. It's disastrous. It's completely changed my child. You know, I don't know what to do. It's causing all of these fights and all of these altercations. This is great. This is great. We can applaud TikTok for doing this. We can kind of step in. And again, we're not, you know, parent, co-parenting with TikTok. But this feature really can help parents take that step, put that password in there that they don't know and help control it and help limit it. it you're not going to be able to maybe cut off everything 100% completely, but you can do a slow walk down of taking them back off of weaning. It's essentially a weaning off of social media. So, If I were a parent and I had to compromise, uh, honestly, if I had to walk back things knowing what TikTok is about to set up, I would be like, okay, how about the compromises? You go down to one app and it can be TikTok, which is one of the ones that kids like the most. And then TikTok (laughs) drops these, you know, parental features and you're like, oh man, we just (laughs) walked back everything. Now you have a time limit. Shucks. (laughs) Exactly. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I love this headline. We're going to call this positive news headlines. That's what we I got. like it. Positive These, news. We need yeah, some positive news. I like, yeah, I'm going to take it. I know they were also, everybody was so like, oh, this makes no difference. Mm-mm. No, no, it's setting a precedent. It's saying, hey, someone out there is recognizing this is not okay, especially on the, 
you know, on the cusp of all of the data saying like 57% of teen girls are hopeless and helpless and depressed and all of that. I mean, this is, this is good timing. I mean, I don't know. Again, we don't know the motivations of TikTok and whether or not they're doing this for um, altruistic reasons or they just don't want to be banned. But nonetheless, Brave Parenting applauds it. We have another TikTok episode in the books. And friends, I don't think it's going to be our last. <laughs> I think that we'll probably have some more. And if you have not listened to our other episodes on TikTok, go back and listen. They are episodes 88, 90, 92, and then sprinkled through probably every other podcast <laughs> Yeah, that we so, have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, hey, thank you so much for listening to the Brave Parenting Podcast. Share this with your friends, y'all. I know we all need help. We all need encouragement in this. And we pray every day that this is a blessing to you. Until next week, go and be brave. <laughs>